Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast, your one-stop shop for all things geek culture. We cover movies, TV shows, and yes, everything else in between. I'm your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll, and I'm joined tonight by my good friends, Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy, and the one and only Anthony Amato. We like to call him Shimato. Gentlemen, episode number six of WandaVision. We are here to review it. We're here to discuss it. But most importantly, how are you two doing? Dude, we're flying by this season, man. We're on episode six already. Gosh, I feel like it just started. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's a, it's the same thing that happens with The Mandalorian where, you know, I'm really grateful that they don't take any breaks, but it also makes it to where it's just done so quick. Yeah, yeah and uh, this whole week-to-week waiting, uh, I mean, I'm definitely a fan of it because I'm, like, yearning for the next episode. Yeah. Like, I really want it to be here now, but, like, I feel like if it was, if it was available streaming all nine episodes – then I feel like it would be kind of spoiled a little bit. You don't build up that anticipation, and you end up, you know, just running through the story. The all episodes all run together, and you—I mean, yeah, cool—you're excited about it, but you're not that in, anticipation is insane. Oh, this is the way to do it. This is absolutely yeah. the way to do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. You have to make, leave the people wanting a little more. Right. That 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 yeah. old phrase where you set it up to where because you have to be able to think a little bit on stuff. You have to be able to build theories. You know, you have to be able to talk it out with people. You know, it helps build with your in your community. Even if you're going on like Reddit and things like that, if you're going episode to episode, it works so much better that way because you're able to, you know, converse with the people on the internet. You're able to see theories out there instead of just watching all the way through and it being done. You're able to listen to the Royal Geek Podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and hear our reviews. Honestly, we'd be out of a job if it uh... – A job would, would mean you get paid. We, we don't yeah. get paid. Yeah, true. We've, we have only lost money on this. Uh, <laughs> so, so true. Technically. Oh, man. Buying equipment and whatnot. But anyways, exactly. anyways uh, the, the listeners don't want to hear us mope. Um, we do want to thank you for tuning in to the Royal Geek Podcast. We want to ask you a favor before we go any further. If you could please subscribe to the podcast wherever you are listening. And would you also mind – Telling some of your friends about this podcast. Anyone else that you have, uh, anyone else that you know that also enjoys Marvel or other content that we cover, um, please uh, share this with some of your friends. And also, would you mind leaving us a review, especially on Apple? One of those five-star reviews really goes a long way in helping us to promote the podcast. So with all that in mind, let's just say once again – Spoiler warning, we are now going to talk about spoilers for episode six of WandaVision. All right, boys, the uh, the listeners have been warned. What did you think of episode number six? It was it was them just, you know, ramping up. Like, once again, we are speeding along along the way. You know, we're obviously, you know, moving into the 90s themes here. Um, you could You knew that right off the bat with the... With the opening. The intro video. Yes, the intro video. There was, you know, there was a whole bunch of interesting stuff in that little intro video that they had there. Um, you know, the lyrics to the opening song was, you know, were really telling. Really dark. Yes, they were very dark. They're very, they're very descriptive of the situation that's going on, you know, about, you know, um, all these things about not being able to control and things like that. So it was really interesting um, seeing all that kind of stuff go along. Yeah, it took me back the the opening intro the way the episode starts. I was like, "Are they doing Malcolm in the Middle?" They're they're really yeah. doing Malcolm in the Middle right yes, now. They yeah, are. without a doubt. Yeah, I was like, "Holy crap!" And then uh, the episode goes. Uh, I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed the episode. However, yeah. however, I will say this: I was a, I was a little deflated a little bit at the end of the episode. Cause, really? Yeah, because it ended so abruptly. Like you just yeah. You want to see what was going to happen? Yeah, I wanted I I wanted just maybe five more minutes. And then just to see what happened or what came of the expansion. Yeah. But no, it ended right there. And I was like, no, 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 go back. We need to extend this. We need more. We need more. Yeah, I honestly needed that. So it kind of took me out of it a little bit because it didn't give me what I wanted. Yeah. I felt like you could have used like, you know, 30 seconds, like actually seeing what happened to Darcy, you know, as she was moved in there. Yeah. Done a little bit more about what was happening to the people that were being taken over. Maybe a few seconds of like, you know, after it stopped expanding, you know, you get um, you yeah. get Tyler 
um, there, just kind of like first second, he's like director Hayward. Like, you just see the wheels maybe running in his Come mind where down. he's like, "What is going?" <laughs> he on? He outran it though, right? Like, well, well, that's what I'm saying. On it's the like, outside, he, like, he's on like the after outside, it okay. stops, he's like, "What just happened?" Like, just like yeah. first second, he's just like trying to comprehend what happened. You know, I know. Just that is crazy. I know yeah. we're gonna get into a lot of the the nuance of this episode, but and I don't like director Hayward. That's that's obvious. The guy's yeah. a jerk bag, but um. Imagine being in that car and thinking, okay, at any random moment, this thing can expand. So how do you set up – how do you even justify setting up another base even, you know? Yeah, yeah I mean it would be too – it be too dangerous to be honest with you. Like uh, what government agency is going to go ahead and authorize a setup right next to it and uh, knowing that it can be overcome and taken over? Like it's, it's not yeah. going to happen. So – it's crazy, man. Yeah, it is. Uh, I do got. I mean, I got a couple theories. What's going to go? What's going on? All right, but, let's uh, hear some theories. Let's do it. Theory time. Well, uh, you know, one thing, one way they can create a base. Well, how's that? Go ahead. Good old fashioned helicarrier. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, we don't know how high it goes, right? I guess because it would always be able to move. Those things move At- slow, bro. It feels like I feel like they move slow, but it, unless they're going up and down, I feel like up and down was a little faster than. I don't know. I mean, we've never really seen oh, it yeah. actually have to move. You know, like when when it's necessary. I guess so. They have the budget to make it move now. Yeah. <laughs> sure. All right. All right. Yeah. They might maybe, have the budget to move. Maybe they get. Maybe Sword gets a, a helicarrier. Maybe so. Um, yeah. I mean, it would make sense. Let's hear some of your theories, Justin. What are you thinking? You're the theory man over here. Yeah. Okay. So I I think I'm in. I got two two ways of going here. Okay. So. Uh, we were introduced to a file that Darcy unlocked. Okay, uh, there was a lot of different things there. Yeah. Are you talking about the ca- – what's the word? Cataracts. Like cataracts, okay. Yes, so she unlocked file of cataracts, okay. So uh, it's a weapon initiative. We know yes. that from – or weapons intel is what it said. Um, okay, so this could be one of two things, okay. It could be the setup for a cloned vision, which is going to be a weapon used by, uh, I guess, the government. Oh, my gosh. Would this be like the – the white, the version? white, yeah, the white vision, oh, yeah, the, the grayed out gosh. white vision, yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, explain what that means for the listeners who don't read the comics. <sighs> well, okay, so in the comics, they do a duplicate vision, and uh, he's literally like colorless. So, like the orange and and green or red and green, whatever vision that we know of, uh, he's completely grayed out, blacked out. He's or not blacked out, white out. So he's all white and, and ghost looking, and uh, he's he's. Same exact powers and everything, except he's just opposite of vision. So, yeah. um, that I mean that's essentially wow. if, that'd be that would yeah, be crazy. Same, yeah, same power because we know from uh, previous like little clips and snippets that uh, vision is more than just the mind stone. So, like he is. I mean, you are able to to duplicate him, and, and uh, so so that's one one directive that I'm getting from the the cataracts. Because if you know from from cataracts, he, double vision is like kind of a, a symptom of yeah. having cataracts in your eyes. So double mm. vision, get that. <laughs> so that's, look at you go. So that's one thing. I love it. But um, another thing that I was thinking of. So like the cataracts obviously has to do with the eyes, right? So uh, and and if we're thinking about the Marvel universe, so Sentinels in the X Men yeah. universe, their eyes are very prominent. Yeah. In whatever the heck they're doing, right? So, like in the animated in the animated series, the opening theme song, like it's playing out, and then the first thing you see from a sentinel is the eyes open up and light up. Yeah, and uh, I can 100 percent see the X Men forming from all of this. The expansion of the bubble, the uh, the the uh, the the, pro- the weapon project could be the Sentinels. So, with the expansion of the bubble, it's leading me to believe that this is House of M, and she's going to create an alternate reality through the entire Earth. So, what you're saying is that. Potentially, with her creating this, that the hex is going to actually, like they were saying, change the molecular structure of people to change them into mutants. Yes, absolutely, because we got that uh, with Monica and her yes. DNA strand. So I, I, I fully believe that we're. Well, you were about to say, I 100 percent believe. I heard it in your voice. <laughs> I fully believe that we're oh. gonna get, we're gonna get mutants. This is a, this yeah. is a mutant storyline. This whole entire thing right here is the introduction of mutants to the MCU. Yeah. So is it only gonna be if you were at the hex though, like? Well, no. See, that's the thing. But the expansion of it in in the House of M, uh, a comic book storyline, uh, Scarlet Witch she creates an alternate reality for the entirety of Earth. 
And yeah. and because of that event, uh, the first House of M mutants are the like are the only ones on on the planet, right? But then the House of M redo do over, she eliminates all the all the mutants. So what this new reality is going to do is give powers to the to certain people and certain uh, DNA yeah. uh, people, and they create the mutants. <laughs> DNA so. people. All right. So does this mean that you've come around to agreeing with me that Wanda is going to be a villain? She is going to be the villain for the next two or three movies. Yes, uh-huh. I'm, uh-huh. I'm. I'm on board with that. I yes. can see it, man. I. I mean, I still think it's very possible that and, there's like and an... this. This episode it was very telling of that when um, her and Pietro were having their little conversation back and yeah. forth, and she's like, "You were." Uh, was it you didn't think it was wrong? Like the, the question yeah. of you don't think it was wrong, kind of, and him saying he was impressed, that kind of gave her like the extra motivation she needed. Like, okay, so yeah, why why stop here? And then she expanded the freaking bubble, like or the hex. Sorry. Well, what's interesting about that as well is if she's asking in that situation, then on some level she's aware. That what she is doing is wrong. Yeah, I mean, for her to ask it in the first place, yeah. she knows she's that asked some something like that yeah. before. Exactly. Yeah. 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 When 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 she was pregnant and all the things were going on, uh, like the power went out. You know, yeah. she's like, "Do you think that they're gonna know it was my fault?" You know, so yeah. she's she's a little self conscious already. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I, again, I still think there could be a larger villain at play, like a Mephisto or. Nightmare. Or something there were like several that. drops to uh, like nightmare. Literally was said Twice, by by yeah. Hayward and uh, I forget who said and it. Quicksilver. Like, Quicksilver. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh, nightmare is a potential, but then we also heard uh, demon spawns, which yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like was like a yeah. direct direct correlation with Mephisto. Like yeah. it's, very it's, well could be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe so. I think there could be a lot of misleading from the writers. You yeah. Know? Yeah, I know. I, they know that we are all like looking into this, and they know that we're all like nitpicking on it little, at, yeah. every little thing. And uh, <laughs> which is why it'd be hilarious, like if to go on us, it would be yeah. no Wanda. She's the she's the villain. You know, like sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but I don't know. There's there's yeah. so many possibilities. Yeah. Okay. Um, any other theories, or we just want to talk about how much we loved this episode? <laughs> it was it was a good one. It was. Dude, just let's just say this, man. Having Evan Peters as Quicksilver in the MCU, <laughs> yeah. And it, now it might not actually be him. You know, you kind of get this idea that somebody else is portraying him, yeah. in some way. But um, which, especially like the opening scene, like that is the the opening credits was such a the way they did it was very interesting. They because when they're going through the different people for the main cast, it's like. Wanda Maximoff, you know, Vision. No, the Vision. The the Vision. Yeah. B- Billy Maximoff. Tommy Mac- and, and Agnes. Maximoff. <laughs> Agnes was in there. Yeah. And then you have Agnes, which is also interesting because, you know, they're kind of saying that it's actually her name. Um, but the biggest one for me was it saying Pietro Maximoff as himself. Oh, I didn't realize that. That th- – th- the way that is shown – and TV shows would be like if, you know, for example, they had, um, you know. Matt Damon as himself. Matt Damon show up on an episode of Friends or something like that. And it would be Matt Damon as himself and he's playing himself in like the show. A, like a celebrity. Oh, my gosh. Matt yes. Damon's here. Not like he is. Like he, like he is a part of that universe. Like that is his name. It, so it's a very odd way of putting that, especially when you're placing that against how everyone else is put like that is like she is Wanda Maximoff but it is it is like Pietro is playing himself I didn't in see this that. universe I didn't even see that it said that that's amazing well that's because yeah. you were watching with subtitles on and, and it's, the covered. Sub, the, it's covered it's covered by yeah, the, the lyrics true. of the the music the, yeah yeah mm. huh okay but also uh, and another another thing in the opening credits and you know this might not mean anything to it either but the fact that the pants that Agnes was wearing <laughs> oh naughty the naughty <laughs> like like oh, I mean, what, what, whatever man. it may it may mean nothing it may be just saying, be like a 90s like, say, reference it could be a huge 90s reference it, it really could yeah. be but it could also be something uh, a little bit more to that in like the sense of it's uh, maybe I mean, tongue in cheek right like yeah, well, yeah. It, it's tongue in cheek but it's also like Maybe she's not as you know Gosh. innocent, but all the rest the rest of the episode kind of made it seem like she was 
you know, in just as much peril as everyone else exactly. that isn't related, That's what it, related yeah, to right. it. Or she's a good liar, and when she was in the car, she was yeah. lying the whole time. I know. I still feel like Agnes is. There's a lot now. Granted, there's a lot of things I can't figure out about this show, but Agnes is one of them for sure. Where it's like, one week I'm like, no, Agnes is just a victim here. Next week. Agnes is Mephisto. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's the devil incarnate. Like, I, yeah. And the next week, oh, no, she's a victim. Like, I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, I mean, the, the, of course, the biggest tell of that is we still have yet to see a real name associated with her on that board. Um, because yeah. everyone else that is on that board has had a real name associated with them, as well as their name inside of the bubble. Um, so, and, you know... It, it, it's it's just really interesting that, that it's set up like that, that she has no alternative name. Um, also, when she is pulled out of it, she doesn't really talk about, like, trying to get out of the bubble or she has any connections outside of the bubble like we've seen other characters do when they're pulled out of that trance. So, I mean, it could be something like that, that she is, you know, planted in there and she's just supposed to play this part of the, you know, the, you know, really scared, you know, civilian. Yeah. And this being a uh, a Halloween spooktacular. Yeah. Um, it was interesting because we got to see, like, comic-accurate comic costumes for yes. almost all the characters that were yeah. involved. Uh, I mean, even... I mean, Agnes was wearing a witch costume, which yeah. if you want yeah, yeah, yeah. to go down that <laughs> rabbit hole, that could mean a whole She even cackles. Of, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, the laughing cackle the outside of the yeah. trance. Yes. Like, that was outside of the trance, yes. too. So... Uh, but you saw Quicksilver's original costume, yes. which, I mean, it was great seeing Pietro look like that, even though it looked ridiculous, absolutely. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, totally, but, but it worked perfectly. Yeah, it, it fit. It fit the scene. Yeah. And then uh, Speed, uh, was it Billy or Tommy? I forget which one is Speed. Um, Tommy, Tommy. 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 Okay, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I mean, he, even he had his uh, Quicksilver-looking yeah. thing to represent Speed. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that was, that was enjoyable to watch. Um, yeah. Uh, vision, uh, the comment that he makes when he's coming down the stairs. Is like, oh, that is a, I love that. Yes, it's like a, it's like a backhanded slap. Remind, like, is it about yes. the clothes. Yeah, he's like, it was the only thing in my closet. Yes, like, oh my he, had, he had no choice but to wear yes. it. Like, like, like he was saying it, but he was like, oh, but he said it yeah, with like a touch yeah. of like, and then he what, said like playfulness, and then his com- yeah, that whole opening scene with him, like there was a lot of like, there's tension between them. Oh yeah, and for sure. When they go to the uh, the narration, the kids narrate. They're like, yeah. mom and dad have been fighting. Yeah, uh, yeah. So there's definitely a separation between yeah. Wanda and Vision and. I mean, this makes he, me feel like he's like completely thinking and like. I, I think he even says you're so encourage incorrigible. Oh yes, yes, which he does. Yeah. is uh, it says not able to be corrected, improved, or reformed. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Think about that. Like, but, yeah. but the way he says it exactly. is almost like it's a playful. It's an, it's yeah. A, it's endearing. Like, yeah. yeah. Right. You're so incorrigible, but really, it's yeah. like you're wicked. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you literally, you gave me nothing else to wear. Yeah. And he even this. says when he was. I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but when he was leaving, he says he kisses her on the cheek and says, "Wanda." Be good. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that something, man? Gosh. Yeah. So but, I love how Vision has learned how he's got to go a little more incognito than just yeah. confronting her. Yeah. Good on Vision, man. And I love the 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 what is it the d- description of she's a Sokovian fortune teller. Yes. And then he was a Mexican, <laughs> Mexican wrestler. <laughs> I love that dude. I love yeah. It. Oh man. Well, Nacho Libre up in here, man. <laughs> um, yeah, and honestly, that whole scene where. Um, uh, a Quicksilver sleeping on the couch, oh, and like yeah. he wakes up and like just, just seeing him go fast around the room. Yeah, because yeah. we didn't see that in the last episode. Obviously, he just no. shows up, and now he's apparently since the last episode he's been sleeping on the couch and waking up at four. Yeah, in the, in the afternoon, you know. Um, oh, it was it was just it's just so good to see Quicksilver running around, and I feel like Evan Peters is just having fun. It right seems now. that way. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. He and is just having a blast. Yeah, whatever, this is just like the cherry on top. Yeah. Whatever yeah. accent he's choosing to do, like it's it is working. It, yeah. it fits, and I, I'm enjoying it thoroughly. Oh, it's so good, man! It is so good. Uh, it's funny they talk about accents later. They do. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And again, a lot of the interaction with um, with Wanda and Pietro, uh, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is just. Um, Interesting. Uh, you mean yes. it's like a full interrogation by Pietro? Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. he does is ask questions to Wanda. So this is, I mean, obviously this is speculation. So what What does that mean? Like, 
I mean, is he sent in there by somebody to yeah. figure out what's going on? Like, I mean, I feel like the questions that he's asking are specific to the hex and uh, the whole situation that's going on. Yeah. So people want to know, or somebody wants to know, why would Pietro care? Like, I mean, he should just be happy to see his sister in the first place and be alive. So, um, yeah. And if he is from another multiverse and he's from the, the Sony quote-unquote universe, uh, or the Fox, sorry, Fox. Yes. The Fox universe. Then uh, we never saw a Wanda. We never saw a Wanda. Nope. So he should be more of the the questioning of like, so you grew up because we saw we we did see Wanda, but she we was did. Like younger. She was, she was younger. He she wasn't an actual twin. Yes. Um. And I, I don't know if we actually ever see her be named Wanda. No, we it do is not. just a like you see a uh, a younger sister yeah. of his in. It showing up, and you always kind of assume that it's Wanda. So you would think, like, the questions would be more of getting to know each other rather yeah. than, like, why are you doing this here yeah. in this town? How do I know yeah. what you look like? Right. You know, yeah, like, oh, yeah, something exactly. simple yeah, like yeah. that, like, you know, or how do I, how do I know what, what, um, what you look like, you know, things like that. I did think it was kind of an interesting thing when he talks about being killed on the street. That that was one of the oddest parts of it because uh, a lot of it was interrogation related stuff. But in that scene, it almost seemed like he actually like went through that, which is one of the weirder things because we if we're thinking he's yeah. from some other multiverse or things, something like that then he would not have had that same experience. I mean, they could be potentially, like, if you cross over from one multiverse to another, you you, you get the memories you of... Yeah, you absorb the memories yeah. of the the person that you are taking over who yeah. is deceased. But if they're alive, you will ha- you don't get those memories because they're not, they're, they don't mm-hmm. exist. I don't know, something yeah. along those lines. That may be digging a little farther yeah. or a little deeper or yeah. too uh, intense. Well, no, but. here's what happens. you Every week, it's rinse and repeat. You finish watching an episode, and you realize, huh, I didn't get any of my questions answered, and now I have more questions. Yeah, good point. <laughs> you know? Good point. Yeah. Like, there's just more and more things that we don't know what's going on. Well, like, with, with this being a limited series, though, I feel like we're going to get a 100% conclusion. Like, I mean, there's there's no season two. Which there, would be nice. There's, there's yeah, no I don't yeah, think so. Well, unless it... Tr- you know, trickles into the actual MCU as well. Yeah, that like that's what I was gonna say. Actually, coming in, I was gonna tell you guys. I my I don't know if this is a bold prediction, but when episode nine rolls around and it's over, I don't think we're gonna have a lot of clarity. Like, you think it's gonna be wrapped up in a movie? Is what you're saying? Yeah, I think it's gonna and spill Doctor over Strange. into Doctor Strange, probably Spider Man, maybe some other projects. Like, I I don't know if we're gonna have a ton of clarity. Like. The hex might be destroyed. Maybe, mm. maybe that is solved. The, the townspeople are saved, but we might not know what happens to Vision's corpse. Yeah. We might not know what happens to the twins. We might not know what happens to Wanda. Yeah, I think it's very likely that Westview will be resolved. But yeah, yeah. I guess everything to do with like Wanda. I, I have a feeling there's a good chance that that's going to be extending very much um, into the MCU. Yeah. All right. Let's. We're, we're doing a lot of theory talk. Let's just talk about the episode for a little bit. Again, so that whole first sequence when the kids are eating mac and cheese, Quicksilver's waking up, yep. they're playing video games. It's a whole Malcolm in the middle feel. Really good first scene. They do. Um, but when they go back to outside of the hex, we're back on the sword, um, you know, base. Not really a base, but like a mission base right there, right outside of the hex. And they actually have the drone um, that was thrown out. So, and here's what's like, it's, it's for outside of the hex. It's like right after, like that just happened. Yeah. Yeah. Now how much time has passed inside of the hex? Because since then Pietro showed up and it's the next episode. Yeah. They're in another era. You know what I'm saying? Right. Again, the whole time thing, you guys know, I can't do time on all (laughs) these show reviews we do. I never understand how time works and time travel, but Anyways, they're on the sword base. They bring. They're they're trying to inspect the drone, and Monica's just going after Director Hayward. So, what y'all yeah. think of this when she's just like, she's had enough? Yeah, she. I mean, well, the one thing that I, really stood out to me was uh, how she was. Uh, I mean, she was def- definitely defending for sure. But then uh, Hayward's response and like you defending these these powered individuals, these super, yeah. yeah. Like, so he clearly has in his mind that he is anti powers, anti. Yeah. Yeah. So. What we know from the MCU, anybody who's like anti superhero or anti something, like you're definitely a bad guy. Like, I mean, you've been a bad guy you, throughout this whole entire MCU. So, 
I mean, I, I'm uh, now on board with Tyler that there is something fishy with Tyler. Uh huh. So you've come around on Wanda. You've come around on director Hayward. Yeah, I mean, and then by next week we're going to both be wrong. <laughs> Hayward's going to be a hero. No, right? no way, no way. This guy is a hundred percent like this guy's a douche. And yeah. He... <laughs> this this guy sucks, man. Yes, he does. Yeah. He really does. Yeah. I, okay. I'm still. He might not be a villain, but he is definitely not a dude you want to like watch a football game with. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he's definitely an antagonist. Yes. I, I, I will say that. Whether he's a villain or not, I'm not 100% sold yet on. Um, because I feel like there's still a lot of he is just a a black and white government goon type. Yeah, yeah. Just you a know, hard, to where like, he, he can't understand that things can be done that are that don't make 100% uh, sense or align perfectly with whatever is being done by the U.S. government or by sword or, what, you know, in whatever way. Um, so I think that is part of it. Um, it, it was interesting seeing um, something that I, you know, and I think we've all been kind of thinking about, the building of, I've kind of seen them as like the third team is how, how I see them. Is um, So you have like everyone else, everyone in the bubble. Slash the hex, hex. The hex. The hex. And then you have... You know your by the book sword pe- sword people, and then you have the the the, the third team of Wu the Darcy, three. yeah, <laughs> and three. and, and uh, Monica Rambo, where they're like, and then the engineers soon, <laughs> like yeah. they're they're outside the bubble, but they definitely feel compassion and see the the struggle that is happening with Wanda, are able to think outside of the box. So it was interesting seeing this was kind of their like make or break episode for them. Yeah, like, and Hayward they choose their lines. Hayward kicks him out. He says, "Get him off he my does. base." And uh, I mean, we knew it was coming because there was a there was a push against Hayward. Like they yeah. they were he was more of a. Uh, this is my way or the highway type of deal. Yep. And Monica just kept asking too many questions. Yep. And he's finally like, you know what? I'm done with it. Three of these, three of you guys get out of here. He's, Darcy says something smart. He said, he looks at oh, her. Yeah, and I love I- this woman. He says, do you work for me? Or, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, I don't know. Monica says, she's with me. And then he says, yeah. So which one of you is the sassy best friend or something like that? <laughs> well, and then immediately Jimmy woos. Yes. <laughs> Who actually is a- speaks up right away. Oh man! Which, by the way, dude, freaking Jimmy Woo going to town over here. Yeah. We're seeing Woo yeah. with some action. This is what I'm talking about, bro. Yeah. I need like a Jimmy Woo jersey. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying, dude? Just get an FBI shirt with Woo on the back. <laughs> That's it. That's it, man. <laughs> Little Jimmy Woo running around with a <laughs> FBI badge. Um, no, so let's talk a little bit about Hayward, though. And we do get a we we get to pull back the curtain a little bit on on his character, which I'm I'm really glad we got to see this because I've been saying this maybe to you guys on the pod can't remember might have been saying it off the pod, but he does say some really rude things to Monica and like kicks her off. He says, "Yeah, I mean he 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 says." It's it's a good thing you weren't here when your mom died because you clearly don't have the stomach for this job. Yeah, ouch. I mean, what yeah. a gut punch! And then he just kicks her off, right? right. Yeah, yeah. But before that, he he did. I loved hearing his like commentary on talking about those who left, like the people who vanished, the people who got snapped, like Monica. Like they all they all have so much optimism. He oh says. yeah, yeah. He says you don't know what it was like in those five years. You don't know what it was like to try to even keep the lights on. And this is really getting down to the fact that here's what I need from, from Kevin Feige, like the, <laughs> the president of Marvel and Marvel Studios. I need something. I need a show. I need a movie. I need a sequence of things from multiple shows or movies. You need the blip the series. That Yes, that gives us what was life actually like for those that were left behind. Like, yeah, we. I think we need that because I need to know, like – Sword, probably, this guy, Hayward, might not have always been this way. But after five years of losing half of humanity, maybe that's why they changed their name to be Sentient Weapon as opposed to Sentient World in the Sword acronym. Because now they're like, a freaking alien came and killed half of our population on the planet. Like, we need to go on the offense. So, I mean, I kind of understand. Like, or I think... At so least you, can I get would. Behind, you can get behind that if that's right. his, if that's what he's basing his entire yeah. decision making on is what you're saying. Correct. Right, yeah, and uh, it's hard because he's so much of a of a man. I want to use a bad word. He's so much of a 
just a punk. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, it's kind of like when, when uh, Jimmy was like, I normally don't speak ill of people. Oh, yeah. And Darcy's like, allow me. He's a <laughs> – and then it just cuts out. <laughs> but I do want to know what really – I want to see those stories from those five years. I really do. We need that. So yeah. I'll dig- I digress. But it, it is an interesting idea with you know you, you know him and him kind of giving you a little bit of a glimpse at – what life is like in that it's it's almost um it's almost like if you get a dog from like the pound sometimes like that that idea of when when they're you never know exactly what what happened in their life before when they before they came to there how much they got pushed into the corner how much they've been scarred in life before you got them. And that's kind of how we've been set into this storyline here is that, you know, we're picking up this character into this universe after he's been through this very, sounds like very traumatic experience, which, you know, it can be assumed that it was a very traumatic experience for him, you know, and everybody, because I mean, they don't, they don't know what to do. They lose half their people. You know, you're put, you're put into a corner and the people that survive, you know, sometimes, you have to become vicious, you know. Or maybe another good one would be like what happens to people in shows when we see it in like a zombie apocalypse happens. You know, you become you become hard. You become maybe some something that you weren't before. You know, you see it all the time. You know, you see you see it in The Walking Dead with different characters. The the change that happens with certain characters as they de- develop, and you know what they had to give up of their own humanity to survive. You know, so it it, it is. An interesting idea of, you know, what was maybe, I mean, maybe he was just a normal guy working for S.W.O.R.D. And then he had to be put through these extraordinary circumstances that changed him fundamentally down to his core. Yeah. Yeah, man, absolutely. I mean, it's traumatic. And we need need a show that really shows us that. We just can't base it off of Captain America leading counseling sessions. uh, Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Yep. And and you couldn't have done it in Endgame, and because Endgame was already the longest well, movie I ever. Mean, they did. I mean, they did a a decent job. I mean, no, but fact, I'm saying I need like storylines. I, I get yeah. it. Yeah. Like, what's it, what's it like uh, working at a a store and half the population is gone now? Like, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, or even just Sword itself. Like, yeah. that seems like it might be a big entity. Like, let's get a miniseries on why Sword is what happened in Sword during the blip. Like, I'd love to see that. You know. I mean, yeah, because the most part you see, you see the blip, and then you see, like, years in the future with some people sort of dealing with it, and then you see people, people come back from the blip. But you don't get to see people, like, their, like, intermediate reaction to it, you know, where all of a sudden, like, you have to make these choices. Like, you're like, well, now I have to defend my house for food and things like that because it's become such a much more, you know, survivalistic, um, you know, society, you know, that you're trying to go through. And it, it, it's a lot more dangerous of a world that, you, that yeah, you're that living in. I'd love in. to see that. I'd love to see that. Or even so. the decision making of like my family's gone and I'm, they're never coming back and I, I, mean, I need to move on for myself. I like know, I need to make that decision. So many. To move forward in and see, life. And like, see, a lot of these things will happen. Like maybe there's a natural disaster or something happens and a handful of people die. A couple hundred people die. We're talking about, you know, three billion. Yeah. Well, like and, and, half the planet. Yeah. yeah. And then one of the biggest things about it is also the not knowing of it. Because, you know, like in a natural disaster, it happens and then like you, you, you just like you're like, okay, the people are dead. You know, whereas what happened with the blip is they were gone and, like, they disappeared, but it was, like, the way it happened, like, you have to, like, there had to have been such a long period of time of, are they coming back? Right. Like, yeah. well, the uh, uncertainty uh, of what's, like, what's actually happening. Like, when do you decide that you're, that you can move on from your wife, you know, if she was, you know, yeah. if she was knocked out? I mean, what, like, you're weighing that against yourself. You're weighing that against how your neighbor looked at you, how your parents look at you. Like, what... You know, like you're also dealing with the societal issues of, you know, okay, well, if you give up too early on them, you know, like how you're viewed, if you don't, if you wait too long, how you're viewed, like it's, there's all these like things that, 
you know, you have to deal with on top of your own grief and like the weight that other people are putting on you as well in these situations. So essentially, we just pitched a show to Disney Plus. That's right. And uh, hopefully we, they're listening. Yeah, we expect full compensation. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. I love how we just went down this rabbit trail. But you know what brought us down this rabbit trail is the fact that um, it, director Hayward. Yeah. Like. Him saying all that, like it just it makes you wonder, yeah. like what was life actually like? You know, we we don't see it to get him to where the where he is, where he makes a decision. Like you guys are too optimistic yeah. here, like, and, it, yeah. and it doesn't it doesn't give it doesn't justify the, him being an an a hole, right? Right, exactly. But no. but I'd love to know more. All right, let's do this. We're we're go, we've gone pretty far. We're you know we're more than thirty minutes already. Uh, don't want to be as long as we were in the last one, and I don't think we will. Episode five just was so jam packed. It's like every word in episode five had so much meaning. There was a lot in this one too. I wonder what else we're missing. Let's so okay. So vision as he's wandering, uh, wandering through the streets, um, yeah. quote unquote, on his uh, neighborhood watch, which he really wasn't on. Uh, okay, so we see a lot of families standing still. We see a lot of repetitive motions. Yes, this, this the scene I'm bringing up here is the 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 woman who is hanging up the the decorations, but she doesn't. Fully hang it up. She just starts over, and she's like on repeat yeah. of holding it, of, of uh, hanging the decorations. So, and she's crying. Yeah, she's crying. Oh yeah. my gosh! Dude. So Wanda has. I feel like Wanda has full control of what's around yeah. her, and everybody else on the outward side are waiting for Wanda to either come in in play, and they'll start their quote unquote story. Yeah. And but they are suffering while they wait. Like yeah. they know exactly what's going on around them. They are aware of the pain that they are feeling, yes. and Vision has made it outside of Wanda's quote-unquote story fairy tale sitcom, and we are seeing the the pain that Wanda is causing. So, yes. I mean, they're making it sound like it is fully Wanda, like the conversations that he has with with Agnes. It, she literally says Wanda, like Wanda is doing this, and. Yeah. Uh, so all these people on the outside, even Darcy and Wu and Monica, they say, what are these blips on the outside? These Are these people, why aren't they moving? Are they dead? Are they alive? Like, they're questioning that. Okay, so I think one of the coolest things that happened in this episode is, the if you notice, there's a movie playing in the background. In the town square, it's Night of the Living Dead. So I think it's a great <laughs> representation of what is ha- – they're showing what is happening in the city with the people who are zombie-like. They're, they're very like they're, – when they're not in her zone of influence or she's not – they're not a part of that storyline. They are basically not moving. They are in pain. They are, a basic, they are basically the living dead, like it, it, the literal embodiment of the living dead as they are – you know, doing these simple repetitive tasks that are causing them pain. You know, um, the, even coming down to the 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 idea of two of the main characters inside of the bubble could be considered living dead in Vision and Pietro. Pietro yeah, you know, because they are back from the dead. Um, so I, I just feel like it, I felt like that huh. the the placement of the the Night of the Living Dead. Um, movie going on in the background was a great representation of what was happening in the city, and this is the first time that we really see to this extent of this happening. You know, you, you you've seen like little moments here and there, but it's it's more like in those moments it was more like glitches, whereas this was very much like they. It, it's almost like they stop, you know, existing in a lot of ways until. She needs them to exist, but the messed up thing is their minds are trapped in their physical bodies as this is happening. So th- I think that was one of the coolest things that that they did in the episode was the juxtaposition and just showing the the movie and how it relates to what is happening in the in the actual town. Yeah, even the theme of just dead was all over the place. Yeah. I mean, yeah. remember Agnes yelling "dead" yeah. over dead. and over again. That yeah. was weird yeah. to Vision, and then. Herb is Frankenstein. Yes. <laughs> All right. This show, you guys, is Living so dead. freaking layered. Like the writers, like what they're doing. Like I don't, I, I don't know if we've ever had, and it, it, it doesn't help that there's an episode every week, so it, it's not just like one movie you watch one yeah. time or a couple times. But it's like there are just so many talking points and theories. Like more than. Maybe any other Marvel project that I've watched, maybe. Yeah. 
I mean, maybe the only thing that compares is like what it was like in that year between Infinity War and Endgame. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like there were so oh, many man. possibilities. That was the year, man. Right? Yeah. But like um I just like even I mean, again, is Herb dead? Remember when he was cutting into the wall? Right, yeah, exactly. And people were th- thinking maybe he's saying that everyone's dead and now he's yeah. Frankenstein. Like like I don't know. There's just a lot. That's there's just so freaking much. That's there's many here. directions that we can go here. I mean, there really there there truly is. I mean, are they yeah. dead? Are they alive? Are they under a trance? Are they f- yeah. at free will and just trying he, to survive? Yeah, the further like, you got away from Wanda, the yeah. more that, just like you're saying, yeah. Shimada, the more they were just out of touch or glitching or yeah. just frozen. I mean, literally frozen. But why was yeah. Agnes? Agnes was the furthest away, and she was still like she was slower, but she was still like talking. Yeah, she yeah, and, was still able to because he then, t- like before that he was talking to the lady. Are these your kids? And she didn't nothing. say anything. And then he sees the car, which is which is why I feel like Agnes is still suspect, bro. Exactly. Yes, there's a, yeah. definitely fishy things going on with her. Um, Can't figure it out. So either she was playing along when Vision touched, touched her head, and she just was freely uh-huh. freely talking, or yeah. or I mean, maybe she is just a regular person. But I don't think so. I think she's just. I think there's more there. There's more, way yeah. more there. So crazy. All right. Yeah. Uh, the only, I'm trying to think of what else we missed. I mean, again, there was just... <sighs> well, while Vision's going outside of the hex, uh, Wanda's having the conversation with Pietro um, about uh, going back and forth about being her brother and things that have happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, he, Pietro says, are you trying to test me? Because uh, she tried, keeps bringing up these little moments yeah. in her life that they they lived out together. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, but I think the biggest thing is the Vision when he when he left... He's like deteriorating, or Bro, or getting sucked back in, or I, I don't know. It was weird the way they depicted it. So, so Feige, Kevin Feige, and Marvel Studios. I've learned a few things about them. They love killing Vision. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they do. This is like the third time we've had to watch like Vision die. Well, here's a th- here's the thing though. Like the previous times we've seen him die, like I didn't care as much. But now all this development and all yeah. of this uh, d- like character, yeah, it's so much worse. It's so much worse now. Yeah. Well, and, and also while he, while he was like quote unquote dying, like he was selflessly trying to. He wasn't trying to save himself. Right. Help he, the people. Even while he was dying, he was saying. That the people needed help. He didn't care if he yeah, about he his help. own yeah. existence in that moment. He, everything was about the people that were inside of that. Yeah, such and, a hero. And this is exactly why he could lift Mjolnir. Yeah. That yes. Yes. That's so true. <laughs> but <sighs> yeah, well, here's a going back to the theory that I thought, where they have a duplicate vision. What if they can just uh, hit up with a uh, with Shuri in uh, Wakanda to download yep. Vision into the the dupli- the clone Vision, and there we go, we get him back. So maybe so. Okay, um, here's a thought. How about that? God, how about that freaky commercial? Whoa! Oh, yeah, I was wow. No, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So I mean, it's obviously a play on like Gogurt or like yeah, back go in- play or <laughs> yeah, yeah Gogurt, yeah. yeah. When Gogurt was a thing, man, uh, the the kid, like even though it's claymation, he's just like his finger, his little finger is like flicking the lid, trying to pull it. The, the, Feels the so out. bad for this, and he's just kid. sitting there. He can't get it open, man. Yeah. He's like trying so hard, a poor guy, and then he just melts away and yep. literally dies. Yeah, and mm-hmm. yeah, like what's what's the point of this commercial? It like, was the most eerie commercial that I mean that we've seen, but like. Yeah, by a in, long any, shot. in anything, in any property, uh, not just like Marvel or anything. Like that was yeah, really it, it like was, it was really it was really weird, and uh, it could be playing into like a little bit into her mental state yeah. in like the sense of you know if you aren't willing to you know if you're not willing to do what needs to be done to be the survivor, and if you're just willing to let things happen the way they are, then you won't be able to survive. Yeah, but the, the sad thing is, like, like the commercial, like, it played on you as an individual because you're, like, it got you all, like, hyped and nostalgia and, like, it was, like, yeah. getting you in the yeah. mood and, yeah. the, like, in the zone, like, oh, What's man, up, I remember dude? this is so like, awesome. The, the like, talking oh. shark. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, it like, you deteriorate. You literally deteriorate and you yeah. had this feeling, like, I mean, I had this feeling inside, like, I was like, oh, my gosh, like. Yeah, wasn't it, it wasn't yogurt, but it was yo magic, right? Yeah, it was yo yeah. magic, yeah, yo so magic. So it's like, magic is the, like, so what? what is the role of magic? Like, it, yeah. 
I like mean, magic will kill you, or if not having magic will kill you. Well, or... I think that's saying like she. I think it could be something related to magic can't fix her, the dead. Without her magic, you are dead. Like these are people. All these people are dead. Like that's yeah. what they're saying. Like her magic is the only thing animating them and, and causing that, them. to That move. is a possibility as well. Or it could be like the 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 yogurt is literally her magic, and if she isn't able to open it and use her magic, then she can't survive. That she is that, that that she's useless. If she isn't able to do as she wants, then then she will deteriorate. She will die. She it it, it could be seen as a this is her response to the world trying to trap her. In in the sense of trying to limit her abilities, limit her her, her powers, keep them bottled up in that quote unquote yogurt container. Hmm. hmm. I mean, I mean it, Either way, it was executed, Yo, magic. executed very well. Yes. Uh, I think another thing that we're missing here is that uh, the the Heroes 3 that you mentioned, uh, <laughs> Monica and Wu, they go to meet the engineer. All who right, has, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about this. Is bringing yeah. the tank or whatever it is, uh, and Darcy stays behind and unlocks the cataract files, Gosh. and she emails it to Wu right before. Oh, yeah. She did email it? Yeah. Okay, yeah, good. She emailed it to Wu. Yeah, yeah was, that's right. She clicked his profile. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Um, so our, we're going to get introduced you, to the engineer in the next episode. Like you never split up the party. Yes. yes. What are when you they, doing? When they split up. I knew that something was going to happen, to Darcy. I thought she would just get captured, though. Like that's yeah. it. I didn't think she she'd get in the in the hex. Yeah. Yeah. Now she's in the hex, and I, I was kind of hoping for like the opposite, maybe just for like the fun of it, maybe like the to other two get Wu, captured. Yeah, Wu and Monica get caught. And she has to somehow be like the, the, the turn, the turning of the table of she has to like try to sneak them out or try to use her stuff to try to get the <laughs> like the traditional like oh now the person who's the usually the tank in a situation yeah. or something like that has to be saved by someone who's normally like a healer mm-hmm. or something like that yeah yeah so so like the the engineer that I mean I. I I was thinking of it was uh, Reed Richards. So yeah. how about this? Okay, yeah, here, you and everyone else, which is why it's not going to well, be. Hear me out. Okay, hear All me right. out. So we obviously have to progress generations in the next episode, right? We're going, uh, yes, or eras, I should say. Uh, so we're going to go into the two thousands, right? Yeah. And so it's going to be like a quote unquote office theme episode, right? And Reed Richards, John Krasinski, boom, done. No, that would be the most amazing <laughs> intro of <laughs> someone. Ever. It would also be an interesting setup because eight. Because that would be so Luke, meta. Oh my gosh! They if they do that, they better <laughs> drop an their, obvious yes. joke with Wu because Wu is Asian. Jim. Yep, there we go. <laughs> and one thing that might That's be good. that might lend a little bit of credence to what you're saying is it has been stated that the best Fantastic Four movie ever made. Was the Incredibles, which was referenced. and was in, yeah. There was a poster yeah. in the in. It, it, it was, was one of the marquee movies. for the movie yes, theater. Yes. Yeah. It was one of the marquees on the posters. Yep. Oh so, my gosh, it's coming! I'm telling yeah, you, it's that's, coming. That's we're really getting, good. We're getting X Men and we're getting Fantastic Four from one division. Yeah. How and, crazy is that? And man? the Office. And the Office. Yeah. yeah. All right. So all right, we should start wrapping up soon. Yeah, wrap it up, man. Any other any other theories for what's next? Or where we're going I next? Mean, I mean, that's the, pretty impressive, yeah, Justin. If the, if none of that comes true, obviously, like we all we all don't know. We, that's amazing. We're, we're all going in the wrong direction. We're all we're all led astray. Can you yeah. can you? So those who are listening that might not understand the Chris, John Krasinski to Reed Richards, like what you meant by that. That basically that has been one of the biggest fan, fan theories, rumors, yeah. rumors, like the like fan casting. Like yes. John Krasinski and Emily Blunt are the 100% like fan casting of Reed Richards and Sue Storm. Like right. yeah. like that's that's the epitome of what they they should that's be. That's what the fans yeah. want. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and this would be it coming to fruition if it happens. Yeah, that would be amazing. That would be amazing. Something I said that would be I'm, it's not going to happen. What if that's how they get Michael B Jordan back in the MCU? What, Human Torch? Yeah, mm. I mean, I would love to see that, but no. I don't know. I mean, I don't. If done by M- hey, MCU, you because he, I love Michael B. Jordan. Did y'all hear what M- Michael B. Jordan said about like the Black Panther series and everything? Yes, like he he's been like zipping his lips, like he's not allowed he's to not talk allowed, about yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah. So Which I don't think I we're done with Michael B. Jordan. I mean, I Wakanda. said there's only one person who can replace Black Panther. And I know, but they're not, they're not gonna. Replace him. Well, he's going to take on the mantle. No. I mean, we're creating multiverse. He literally has the costume, but gold. (laughs) 
<laughs> but gold. All right, listen, back to WandaVision. Here's something I was – it's not going to happen, but I want you guys to hear me out. You know how we're doing, like, different eras of TV shows? Yeah. Like, I know the Office thing makes a lot of sense. You know, the 2000s, like, it's good. You know what one series, like, one type of show we're not – we haven't gotten yet? What if they did, like, a – like a reality TV show inside uh, Westview. Oh, yeah. Real world Westview. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Like, that would be a, like early 2000s, like yeah. a, a spot on. And like, here's the thing. You know how like when they're doing like an episode of WandaVision, and when I say that, I mean like the show within the show, like what Darcy's watching. Yeah. Like there's times where characters are being broken down and realities are being broken down and it gets really eerie. Mm-hmm. So what if, like, you allowed that to happen in those, like, real-world style, Big Brother style, like, interviews? Yeah. And, like, even Wanda or whoever, Agnes or Mephisto, whoever's controlling everything, like, will grab Herb, ask Herb a question, like, in character, and then for a second snap him out of it and and just see them freak out in another way? How creepy would that be? <laughs> I don't think we're going there because it'd be it'd be too much. But if they did something like that. Like a real world, like right. a, something like that inside Westview, <laughs> that would be, or a or a next, you know, like the bus rolls up. <laughs> uh, wow, I don't know, man. I'm. It would just be like I, I'm just thinking of like mid two thousands television and thinking yeah, of reality exactly. TV yeah, show everywhere. Reality did take over. That's yeah. true. So, all right, we should probably wrap things up here. Uh, this was a fun discussion. Uh, again, thank you so much. If you're still listening yeah. out there, we appreciate you. Sticking around. Let's and keep building that anticipation for next week. That's right. We're coming back next week. It's important to say that we will be a little bit delayed getting our review up for next week. So our apologies ahead of time. We normally do these recordings on Friday nights, so they're pretty fresh, and they're up by Saturday morning. We won't be able to record until Sunday night for next week. That's my fault. I'm going to be out of town all week, and that's just the way it's going to be for our review of Episode 7. But Episodes 8 and 9 will be normal, um, posted on Saturday morning. So our apologies for that. But please come back and listen to our review for WandaVision Episode 7 next week. Thank you so much for listening tonight. Please follow us on Twitter at Royal Geek Pod. Please subscribe to the podcast wherever you are listening. Spread the word. We want to get this podcast to more listeners. We appreciate you guys listening. So all that being said, for my good friends, Justin and Anthony, this is T-Roll saying thank you once again for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time, you peasants. 